glad to invite you to turn to Psalm uh, 125, either in your Bible, or you can follow along in the Blue Psalter selection there. With the turning of the calendar to a new year, I've selected a psalm and a, uh, a doxology that we will be singing, and I want to be able to, to sing with knowledge, and so I want to give a brief meditation on Psalm 125 so that throughout this year we can be thinking about why we give an offering to God and the thanks that he is due. So listen as I read Psalm 125. A song of ascents. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. As for such as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. So as I said, I want to meditate on this just very briefly to give you two things to be thinking and praying as we give God our our offerings throughout this year. The first is this that the Psalms often weave together physical needs and spiritual needs. There's a reason for this. We are very attuned to those needs that we have physically. They provide something of a lesson or a way in which we can understand the goodness of God as we experience the physical world that leads us to think of the spiritual ways in which the Lord has blessed us. There is a note of warning that needs to be made here because it can be a little confusing. It can be confusing if you equate the two things as if your physical well-being is the same thing as your spiritual well-being. It's not. And I can illustrate that by saying that you can be sick or under trial and be suffering a variety of afflictions and yet still be walking with the Lord. You can still know the presence of God, and your spiritual life may be very warm and very active, even though your physical nature is under trial. The opposite is uh, is true as well. You may be physically thriving, and yet be very cold to God. So keep in mind that while the Bible often weaves together the physical and spiritual, that They are not the same thing, but help you be attuned to the work of God. So, in Psalm 125, I want you to see how David brings together these these two things. Psalmist expresses a trust in God for the things that are both spiritual and physical. He says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. Did you hear the physical dependence and trust and the physical blessing? The Lord surrounds his people like 
The city of Jerusalem is surrounded by mountains. The physical is that there's something of defense by mountains surrounding a city. And that helps us to understand the spiritual way in which the Lord surrounds us, cares for us in a way that it's like a city who has defenses that are naturally growing up like mountains. But the protection is not just surrounding us, but Jerusalem had the temple of God in its midst, and so the presence of the Lord was physically manifested there by the temple. And God in the midst of his people was a sign of spiritual blessing as well. We could take that imagery one step further because Jesus Christ promised to never leave us or forsake us. He promised not only to be around us and with us, but to be in us. That was his promise. And as a God of promise, we can know that God will accomplish what he promises. And that's uh, very true because when Jesus ascended and uh, seated at the right hand of God, the Father on high, the Father and the Son sent the Spirit to dwell in us. The very Spirit of God is in his people. So when you think of giving your offerings to God, remember the physical blessings, but then remember the spiritual blessings as well. We express our trust for both the physical and the spiritual when we give our offerings to him. The second is an application of commitment to obey the Lord. This comes through in verses 3 through 5, where the psalm describes the Lord judging those who are wicked so that they cannot hold sway and blessing those who do good. Now, when the Bible talks about doing good, you need to remember that our salvation is not based on on your goodness. It's, It's a gift of God that we receive by faith. And yet, God saves us for a purpose so that we live out our faith, not perfectly, but genuinely. And in living out that faith, there is a commitment to not only trust the Lord, but to obey him. And so, the, uh, the psalm talks about God's doing good to those who are good. And it's our commitment that he has saved us for that purpose, that we would do good. We would follow after him, trust him for things physical and spiritual, and we commit ourselves to pursue holiness. There is a pointed warning that is given here, pointed warning that as many as turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. That is a good warning, isn't it? That God will turn aside those who turn aside from him. And it poses an important question, linking physical and spiritual here again. And the question is this, so where is your treasure? Where is your treasure? Is it of the physical things of this world merely? struck about how often we can turn aside to crooked ways when it comes to our attitudes and our dealing with the physical blessings of God and come to desire them instead of God himself. 
So as we ask and answer the question, where's your treasure? Answer being, that's where our heart is. And it presses us to say, is, is my life, is my heart wrapped up in the, just the pursuit of the physical blessings of this world? And that, that warning that God gives is that that is a turning aside to crooked ways. And so instead, we let our hearts and our treasure and our commitment to revolve around loving God and living for him. So I pray that as you sing this psalm throughout the year, that, uh, that you would express your trust in the Lord for both of those blessings of God, the physical and the spiritual, and that you would intentionally turn your love and your life to pursue the things in heaven, not the things on earth.